your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Now, you might have seen reports recently in the papers that strict school uniform policies hinder participation in school sports, especially among young women. And uh, this came from a youth stakeholder report that was published. And Padraig Flanagan Flanagan is uh, the uh, principal from Castle Troy College, and he's on the line with us today. Good morning to you. Good morning, Joe. So you have a policy in Castle Troy College since COVID. If it's a PE day, students can wear their PE kit all day. What were the rules previously? Well, that's correct, Joe. That, that is one of the learnings from COVID. And prior to that, uh, you came if you had your PE double class first thing in the morning, you could come in suitably attired. Uh, or indeed, uh, in the evening, if it was the last two, you could leave afterwards. But of course, more often than not, the double period was during the day, so you come in in normal uniform, change for PE, and change after PE. And uh, I suppose uh, wisdom of looking back at that now is that, first of all, it took quite some time to change for PE and then to change back. So it reduced the actual class contact time considerably, and arguably then meant that the students weren't as able to participate in regular bits and pieces during the day. So this this current policy is looking very well. Every every school child has a full day in the mm. year. And, and, you know, is it just about the practicalities or has it helped with participation levels and enthusiasm for it? it, it that's a, an interesting point. It starts off very much, I'll admit, from the practicality point of view. But uh, the evidence very strongly it suggests that there is much higher participation rate and interestingly amongst girls as well. Looking back, you know, the whole pressure of going to change rooms and changing and changing out again later on. And it wasn't for every student. So it has increased participation rate dramatically. Mm. And what is the standard uniform for boys and girls in Castle Troy College, Padraig? Well, the standard uniform for the boys is short uh, pants, tie and uh, jumper. And uh, for the girls, uh, through a process many years ago, they selected a style of long skirt that is beloved of secondary schools in the Midwest. Uh, and also with the jumper shirt and tie. But our girls also have the option of wearing trousers, which a relatively small percentage do. But they are totally free to wear either the traditional long skirt or trousers. Mm. It's easy you should say that about the long skirt, and certainly in the Limerick region, you're right. It's been a long-term trend, hasn't it? It's extraordinary. Uh, And... uh, just as a gentle aside, our boys, when they're playing matches down south and as they travel uh, southward, they notice that uh, the school uniform for the girls changes dramatically. Uh, it is an interesting thing. And hours back in the day in the foundation of the school around uh, 2000, the student council at the time were involved with the parents in selecting the school uniform. And so every school in the region tends to uh, adhere to the long skirt for the girls. But as I say, our, our girls have the option of wearing uh, pants, and uh, quite a few do, but it's still a relatively small percentage. Right. Uh, do you believe in the concept of a school uniform? Absolutely, uh, Joe, and, and maybe more interestingly, uh, from a parental point of view, we have ample evidence that parents support us. It is a great leveller, um, you know, the, when we have the occasional non-uniform day, which we do as a fundraiser, 
we hear back from parents about the challenge it is that evening, that night, maybe the week before, of uh, paying for clothes and comparing with others and the gear and all of that. Uniform is a great, a great leveler. Um, we take it, uh, you know, as indicative of the support and respect for the school. And uh, yeah, strongly believe, you know, uh, back in the day when I was a youngster, it wasn't uh, there wasn't a uniform. In many schools probably still haven't. But we would find that everyone is equal in, in front of us all, and uh, parents are very, very supportive of uniform policy. Right, that's very interesting that on the occasional non-uniform days, you, you hear about stress and pressure and comparison and all of that. No, the style and the style competition starts, Joe, and it really, it really shows up. You know, where, where there is, and obviously we have a school community, there is some inequity, and, and people find that the going difficult. I admit that the uniform is expensive, but there is help for those who need it. Uh, well, certainly, we would have had over the years many parents quite vociferous to us uh, uh, in indicating that uh, non-uniform can be a challenge, particularly if it's specific. You know, if it says that it's Jersey Day or it's Red Day or it's Christmas Jumper Day, it's, it's as we say, non-uniform. That can mean PE gear, you know, so that it's, it's non-specific. Uh, the more specific uh, uh, non-uniform day is the more pressure creates on, on some parents, you know. We turn to Padraig Flanagan, who is the principal of Castle Troy College, the secondary school in Castle Troy. Um, and, and then, you know, when you think of junior infants, for example, you know, a lot of them wear uh, tracksuit-type uniforms. Do you think that we may see a time when a more casual-style uniform uh, at second level, uh, becomes the norm. Yeah, I suppose, Joe, in the scheme of things, that's entirely possible. Uh, we insist on a, a P uniform. It's not just whatever you, you want. Uh, and that works uh, very, very well. And I, you know, I could see um, that it would be entirely possible that it may evolve that way. The moment, uh, our current policy is working very well. Um, don't see the need for it. Students do participate in casual games and high numbers here during the day as well, and then change in the evening for the more organised sport. But one could see it going that way eventually, and um, wouldn't see an issue with it. And one other point, and uh, this youth stakeholder report did mention the promotion of active travel. Do you have much of a focus on that in Castle Troy College? You know, the percentage of students, for example, that you might see cycling or walking to school. We've worked very hard in the job, but I suppose we're not your usual school in some senses because, you know, we're a very, very large school. Uh, you know, up to 90% of our students live within two to three kilometres of the school. Uh, so the vast, vast majority of our students walk to school. And it's worth noting that beautiful Greenway that has recently beside our school has greatly enhanced uh, the custom of walking and cycling to school. And we're, we're very, very grateful for that. We would admit that the percentage cycling remains stubbornly small, despite huge work being put in by the school community to encourage cycling. We still have only a couple of percent of the school that do cycle, but uh, we have noticed uh, considerably more students walking and indeed cycling in recent times, and that's through our active promotion. Um, but as I say, the vast majority of students live relatively near the school, so maybe we're not your typical situation in that respect. All right. Very, very interesting stuff this morning. Thank you very much, Padraig Flanagan, who's the principal of Castle Troy College, and I hope you and your colleagues in the school community there have a very happy Christmas. Your views, your news, your
today with Joe Nash.